Hi, my name is Keith and you're listening to The Link, connecting you to the creator economy through chats with inspiring industry leaders, creators, and brand moguls. On today's episode, Magic Link's marketing manager Genesis Areola speaks to industry expert Alex Hornatska on how you can bolster your brand strategy with paid media. Take a listen. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to cover brand strategy and how to be successful on your brand's TikTok performance with paid media. Joining us today is Alex Hoynatska, who leads business development here at Magic Links, and she brings over 15 years of experience in the influencer, affiliate, and creator economy spaces. Thanks so much for chatting with us today. Thank you for having me. So excited to have this conversation with everyone today. It's definitely a topic that is top of mind for brands. We get a ton of brands asking us so many questions about TikTok and TikTok strategy. So it's really nice to come together and offer this up to to everyone. So thanks again for having me. And it's so wonderful to work with you all. Uh, My name is Genesis and I'm on the marketing team here at Magic Links and also very excited to be here. Let's dive right in. So just to set the scene a little bit here, when looking at the creator industry market growth as a whole, we really are just getting started with the influencer marketing industry being on track to reach $16 billion this year alone. This combined with the fact that social commerce will reach $958 billion in sales this year and $2.9 trillion by 2026 is truly a recipe for massive growth potential for brands. So why TikTok? For brands, TikTok is a key platform that can be an impactful driver of social commerce and ROI. When you consider that half of Gen Z TikTok users are likely to buy something while using TikTok, it becomes easy to see the why. But the how is the key here. So I kind of just want to touch on that a little bit. And a trend that we're really seeing is that hyper-polished aspirational content has been losing its shine. And in its place, we're seeing authenticity. Over the last year, we've seen brands embrace the side of TikTok and actively integrate realness into their marketing strategies. TikTok's own messaging and mantra at one point was a bold call to brands to not make ads, make TikToks. This was TikTok's clear invitation to be more creative and more authentic and to create content that truly speaks to people. So Alex will go ahead and give us a deep dive on all things paid and performance on TikTok. Before we dive into paid, I just wanted to further iterate on what Genesis said in terms of create, don't create ads, create TikToks. Authenticity is so key. It's what one thing that makes TikTok so unique. And the most successful videos that we've seen on TikTok are the ones that take a more um, authentic approach. It's real video content versus this ultra polished content. Before we get into TikTok paid and why it's important, we need to take a step back and also honor the fact that creating the right content for paid is really critical. Creating the right content for TikTok is really critical. Thinking about this before you even run a an organic TikTok. Uh, an organic piece of content or through um, or through magic links where you're creating 
pieces of content on behalf of a brand, we really know what type of TikTok content works really well based on our data. The reason why TikTok has also blown up so much in the last couple of years, and there's so many people on TikTok, especially those younger audiences. Gen Z is super active on TikTok. That being said, TikTok is for everyone. There is something for everyone. The influencers and the creators that are on there are definitely seeing overnight fame. TikTok algorithms are still very favorable. There's a lot of discovery happening. So as a brand, you also want to take advantage of that. Creators are taking advantage of it by growing their audiences, by seeing what sticks, by creating content that really resonates with that TikTok audience. Guess what? This is your chance to insert brand here and put your brand at the forefront of TikTok community. And one, this is really relevant to TikTok paid as well, because one thing that we've noticed on TikTok is that it's not necessarily always so cut and dry that it that a creator will have a million followers and their engagement rate is 10%. That's not always the case. Every video is wildly different based on the video, not on the creator. So even if you cast the right creators, even if you have an influencer that has a million followers and has incredible beauty content, that doesn't mean your specific piece of content and video will get as much love as their previous videos. That's why two things are really important. One, knowing what type of content works, knowing what type of content drives engagement, and knowing exactly how to boost it, which is what brings us to paid. The boosting piece, what we call the TikTok two-step, is the perfect formula for a brand to make sure that they're really incredibly creative, raw, awesome, bursting with creativity video gets noticed on TikTok. The way they get noticed is that the piece of content is right and that we put paid boosting behind it to give the brand an opportunity to make sure they're reaching not only the influencer audiences, but other relevant audiences as well, and taking advantage of all the activity and all the engagement and all the eyeballs that are currently occurring on TikTok. So now that I've highlighted at a high level, the importance of one, just making sure your brand is taking advantage of all the growth happening on TikTok and two, why it's important to understand what types of content do and perform really well on TikTok, but also make sure you're putting paid boosting behind it because the two and two work really nicely together and go hand in hand. So we've outlined six strategic tactics to make sure the execution and the way that you're approaching TikTok leads to ultimate success in your influencer marketing strategy. Perfect. The first one, utilize true performance data. I can't tell you how many brands will look at some creators and get enamored with the follower count. It's a shiny object. It's definitely something that has led the way in terms of determining whether or not somebody has an impact or not. So I don't blame them. But looking at follower count is really not where we need to be. We need to look at true performance data. That means we need to know the engagement rate, the click-through rate, the sales, the conversion. 
Magiclinks, we sit in a very unique position where we run a tech platform that tracks everything. So we have so much first party purchase data, traffic data, social listening data, where we can determine a, a creator's engagement rate. We use all of that and mix a little bit of art and science. This is the science. This is the data. This is what makes it really strategic and thoughtful so that we're not just throwing something at a wall and seeing what sticks. We work with creators who have proven success based on the numbers. And the brands that we work with, we really truly guide them on making sure they're considering data and considering way more than just follower count in their TikTok strategy. Number two, top performing creative. I said earlier that it doesn't really matter how many followers an influencer has on TikTok. An influencer can have a million followers, but one video can have 5,000 views and another video can have 500,000 views. The videos are the ones that are driving the engagement, knowing the types of videos that we should be creating, knowing the types of videos that are driving engagement, this is where the art comes in as well. I mean, it's a mix of the numbers and the art because obviously we're looking at the view through rate and the engagement rate of the videos as they relate to the influencer's follower count. So that gives us really good data points. But then we take it one step further and determine, okay, why? Why does this particular video have a 10% engagement rate? Why does this particular video have more, more view throughs than this other video. We understand and our team at Magic Links understands the actual content that performs and not only from a data perspective, but an intuitive mix and uh, an artistic mix of, okay, now we know that musical overlays do really well, that natural makeup looks do really well, that when an influencer is tying this to something and, and telling a story, it also does better than when they're not telling a story. These are just hypothetical examples, but it's another tip in terms of determining how to make your success, how to make your TikTok strategy successful. Really focus on the videos themselves, not just the creators. Number three. It's also not that helpful to see a video or creator engagement rate for a specific category without the context. Competitive insights and benchmarking provides more context to know, well, is this view through even good? What is a good view through rate? What is a good engagement rate? What's a good benchmark? So making sure for your specific category, you're looking at those so you're not setting yourself up for failure and you're not measuring against something completely impossible. Beauty benchmarks look very different than travel benchmarks, for example. So knowing what those look like for your specific category or even taking that a step further and knowing what that looks like for a single brand direct-to-consumer brand versus a multi-brand. Knowing these things can really set you up for success so you can pinpoint exact goals. And also when you're reviewing content and getting ideas for the creatives that work really well, you have some sort of baseline in mind. Number four, dance the two-step. We love calling it the two-step because it's a combination of one, the creative, the campaign, the actual content that we will be producing along with the brand, along with the creator, knowing what's working, using the data, using the benchmarks, 
creating beautiful content. That's not where it stops. We have the opportunity to make sure that all of that work isn't just for that one single moment. That TikTok lives, you know, for 24 hours within the feed. It may obviously live longer in, in on an influencer site. But with boosting, with paid amplification, the second step of TikTok success, we make sure that content lives longer and gets more eyeballs, more engagement, more traction. And it's a really great way to guarantee that all the work that we put into this, all that thoughtful strategy that we did, there's more legs to it. And it determines that it's guaranteed that more people will view it. So even if a video organically gets 500,000 views, you can then put paid boosting behind it to get 1 million views on top of that. And now you have a beautiful video showcasing your brand in such a real, raw, authentic way that really resonates with the Gen Z audience. And you just got 1.5 million viewers. And obviously, you know, click-through rates, et cetera, will follow. The way that we determine which videos we will boost isn't just in a silo either. This process of boosting content starts at the very beginning. So even though the fifth tip is look at the top performing content, the fifth tip really doesn't start, it really doesn't just start once the content is live. With magic links, it starts way before that. And it starts with the content strategy. If we know that we're dancing the TikTok two-step and that the brand is going to create this content with, an, with a creator, and we're going to pay, put paid amplification behind it and boost this piece of content, we already are starting to think, well, what types of content are great for both? Because there are things that we need to consider also. TikTok has really incredible tools depending on what you're trying to do with your paid boosting. So if there is a sticker code, for example, or if you have products included in the video and you want to create a collection ad with products, you'll need to make sure that the creator leaves some sort of space in that video for the sticker code so that when we do the paid boosting, that sticker code can easily be overlaid on it. So it's just like these little things that we think about in the very beginning that help us drive more success when it comes to paid boosting. So let's say we work with a brand and we have five creators creating really great, compelling TikTok content. And out of those five creators, there's clearly two winners. They just blew it out of the water with the engagement rate and the click-through rate and the view-through rate, all of the numbers that matter. We look at the benchmarks. For example, if it's a beauty brand, we look at the beauty benchmarks. They're exceeding the beauty benchmarks. We definitely want to boost these videos. It is clear that audiences are resonating with this content. We need more audiences to see it. So... In that regard, in, in that scenario, we will take these two pieces of content out of the five and put paid boosting behind those. And then we would utilize, as number six says, utilize the ad features to optimize. So depending on the goals, depending on the category, depending on the brand and the product, there are certain ad features that Magic Links has access to with TikTok we are a preferred TikTok partner. We 
definitely we have access to ad features that some brands may not have access to, which is just another reason to work with Magic Links on your TikTok strategy. Utilizing ad creatives such as the sticker code, collection ads, definitely helps drive higher performance for that piece of content when we do boost it. A great example of that is a direct-to-consumer fashion brand that utilized Magic Links for their TikTok strategy, created really great TikTok content videos showcasing their new fall collection. When we did the paid boosting, we utilized an ad feature called Collection Ads, which allowed us to tie the exact products that were in the video and make them really easy to shop in that paid boosting experience. Another example is a direct-to-consumer brand that sells housewares and home goods, and they were featuring one specific product. So collection ads isn't really that necessary when you're focusing on one specific product, but a sticker code is because that creator had their own unique code for 10% off. So their code, for example, was Alex10, and we were able to stick that in a way in the piece of content that didn't take away from the content and drove a lot of success for the brand. So in a nutshell, these are our strategic tactics for paid media success on TikTok. We work strategically with brands to determine which ad features we would layer on top of their paid boosting content as well. I mentioned that Magic Links has access to a lot of different TikTok ad formats, which is incredible because we get to work with our brands and determine which one suits their needs best, dependent on their goal dependent on their category and dependent on exactly what the content looks like. So for example, if it's a housewares retailer that is just focused on one product, a collection ad would not necessarily be relevant because it's a carousel of products. It's content that's featuring one product. So we're going to use the gift, co the gift code sticker to highlight that unique creator code over that one product. However, if it's a fashion brand and the TikTok video shows like four different ways to wear one skirt. And there's so many products included in that TikTok video. Collection ads is a really great ad feature to include there because it ties all the products to that specific piece of content. And it makes it super easy for consumers to shop within that experience. We work with brands on determining not only the right pieces of content and the right audiences, to target within the paid boosting strategy, we also figure out which one of these ad formats is the best approach for their goal and their category. So one thing I wanted to highlight, just a quick case study that you could take home with you today, brands work with Magic Links on their TikTok strategy and not only on the actual TikTok organic content, not only on the creating content for TikTok with our creators, but also boosting it and amplifying it, especially during peak times, product launches, and to focus on specific initiatives. We ran a case study with a multi-brand retailer that focused on highlighting a new fashion launch and also just a general line to target the Gen Z consumer. By including paid amplification into our overall TikTok strategy, by honing in on the right TikTok creators based on our performance data and match intelligence by using our expertise in content creation in general to understand, well, what types of content will resonate 
and then finding the right content to boost, knowing which one is outperforming the others, we boosted that content in a way that highlighted all six strategic areas that we discussed during today's webinar, we saw incredible success. And you can see that highlighted here. It's time for a little Q&A and we have questions rolling in. So the first question is, how much should a brand budget for paid amplification on TikTok? The budget that you put behind it, just as in all things, is really custom to the brand and their goals. But if a brand is looking to add another million impressions, then I would budget $25,000. And just so there, it's very clear as to what this goes towards, you can't just boost the content. You have to get usage rates to boost that content. So there is a fee for usage rates as well. And then there's the fee that you pay to TikTok to boost the content. Magic Links negotiates really great usage rights on behalf of brands. And then we have obviously our partnership with TikTok where we have access to certain ad features at that level of spend, whereas some brands will not get access to features like collection ads unless they're spending $100,000 in paid boosting. So in summary, it depends. But if you're looking at driving a million impressions in addition to what you've already done, then 25,000 is a really good benchmark. Perfect. It's asking, how does TikTok paid media measure up against other platforms, particularly Facebook and Instagram? That's a really, really great question. I think in terms of pricing, what we've seen to date is that TikTok is more affordable than the other platforms. That being said, TikTok prices are on the rise. So it was a really good idea for brands to get in when they did, if they're already running campaigns on TikTok. And if you're not already running campaigns on TikTok, both actual creator campaigns and the paid boosting, I highly suggest you get in now because prices are going up. But comparatively speaking, it's still very affordable in terms of the CPM you're able to get on TikTok versus Facebook and Instagram. In terms of the audiences, you know, again, it's all based on the targeting. So it's it de it's determined by the brand goals. But that being said, TikTok, again, does skew a little younger. So the difference is if you're a brand wanting to get in with that Gen Z audience, TikTok is your platform of choice. So we have another question that has just come in as well, and it is how do you optimize um, and target for specific goals and KPIs? So say traffic versus conversion. There are so many ways. So it really goes back to the entire presentation and it starts at the very beginning. So if the goal is traffic, that piece of content will look very different than if the goal is just view through an engagement. And there's content for pure entertainment and then there's content that elicits a response. So just from the onset of a campaign, we're going to discuss strategy in terms of content creation with the brand. And that content will look different depending on the brand goals. So that's not only the content, but it's the creators themselves. There are creators that are really good at getting high view through rates that have high engagement rates, but they just don't cut it when it comes to conversion. Their audience isn't following them to shop. Their audience is following them for pure entertainment value. 
if a brand wants to work with us on a campaign that drives conversion, we're not going to tap into those creators. We're going to tap into creators that seem to have an audience that will take action and purchase from that creator. That doesn't necessarily always translate to follower counts. A lot of it, honestly, mid-tier type of influencer, that influencer that has like around 250,000 followers sometimes will convert not sometimes, a lot of times will sometimes convert way better than the million follower creator. So it's all about casting the right creators based on the goal using Magic Link's match intelligence and our first party purchase data. It's about, and our social listening tools. So it's about finding the right influencers that match the goal, making sure we have a content strategy that clearly aligns with what we're trying to do here. And then on the paid boosting, if the goal is conversion, we will use things like collection ads, for example. But if it's brand awareness for an event, the countdown sticker code is perfect. So all of those things are really important to consider. And they're very different based on the brand goal. Another question that's come in is, how would you define, you know, paid media versus whitelisting or now known as allow listing. Are those the same? Are those different? Yeah, I think so on TikTok, it's just a standard to have the content come from the influencer handle. So it's all one in the same. Personally speaking, what we've seen work really well on our end is whitelisting and allow listing, which is where we get permission to have the influencer to the, the content come from the influencer handle it performs better, it resonates better. So paid boosting is just a generic overall term for putting paid spend behind a piece of content to target a specific audience. And whitelisting and allow listing is kind of a, a tier down from that. Whitelisting and allow listing are a type of paid boosting that allows the ad to appear like it's being boosted by the creator themselves so it has the creator handle, which, you know, it depends on what performs really well, but we've seen that the creator handle boosting performs, outperforms just generic paid boosting. We have a couple more questions and the next one is, do you recommend a mix of influencers? So like micro to mega, or just like a focus on one particular type of influencer? That is totally dependent on the goal of the brand. It all goes back to it, everything needs to be custom and thoughtful based on the brand goal. If the brand goal is brand awareness and impressions and, and getting the most eyeballs as possible, then yeah, the most of the influencers that we'll work with will be top tier talent. They will have a lot of followers and a strong view through rate and engagement rate. If the brand goal is, you know, building trust with really niche communities and making sure, and if the category is very unique, then maybe the micros and the nanos will be a really good tier to try. If the brand goal is to drive sales and that mid tier is, is really the sweet spot. I personally think all brands should take all tiers into account and build out an entire program that focuses on all tiers because they definitely have impact on one another as well. There is something that 
we call the halo effect. Working with top influencers definitely trickles down. Working with micros and nanos is a really great way to get in with creators early on and lock in loyalty and build trust with those niche communities and also drive really high engagement and conversion rates. And then that mid-tier is really great for driving sales. So a brand should do should work with the entire mix, but if they only have a small budget and their their TikTok strategy in particular is focused on one specific goal, like driving awareness, then we'd work with one set tier. Perfect. Um, and we have time for one last question. So somebody wants to know, how does you know TikTok compare to other platforms in terms of audience engagement or like the audiences on the platforms themselves? I think the data is still coming in in terms of, you know, how engagement differs. I do think YouTube probably has maybe the strongest engagement. Like when you're watching those YouTube videos, 50,000 subscribers on a YouTube channel is incredibly valuable. These are people that subscribe to that content and watch it. Um, that being said, TikTok engagement rates, it depends on the category. It depends on the creator. I don't necessarily think it's like a, if we're comparing platforms and if the question I would say is the question more around how do the platforms differ from one another and how should a brand consider overall platform strategy? I would say that there is a lot of eyeballs on TikTok and a lot of engagement, but it's still definitely more entertainment focused. So TikTok would be my brand awareness play. Yes, there are conversion tools. That being said, YouTube and Instagram are way better at conversion than TikTok is at the moment. I know TikTok is working on a lot of tools, but TikTok has a wide audience and lots of eyeballs and a younger audience. It's Gen Z. The content is more raw. It's more real. There's a lot more engagement on there in terms of viewing video. YouTube and Instagram. Instagram is definitely more polished. There is a lot of engagement on Instagram and it continues and there continues to be, but it definitely is an audience that skews older and there's more conversion opportunities. Instagram allows affiliate linking within the experience in a much easier and seamless way than TikTok does. So if you're watching a video and you like an outfit, the swipe up on Instagram is great. Instagram advertising for fashion and apparel is still really, really great. And for other categories too. So there is, you know, there is a difference in terms of what, what you can expect as a brand from each platform and all platforms play really nicely together. I wouldn't abandon Instagram and YouTube just because you'd focus, you're focusing solely on TikTok now. I think it's really important to take a multi-platform approach when it comes to your influencer marketing strategy. Thank you, Alex, for your expertise and your time today. And thank you all for tuning in. We will see you at the next one. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out more of our content, head to magiclinks.com or follow us on all social media at Magic Links. See you next time on The Link.